Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, Evan Kujay with a triumphant comeback. More But tonight, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my peers. Put some severe. Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom. Welcome back. Fox Sports Radio, the game, presented by Keanu Insurance. Sean Brace of the Daily Ticket with you here on an absolutely gorgeous Thursday afternoon in the Delaware Valley. Feels good when I can say that, and I am not going to be tired of saying that every single time I do this show. It feels good. That's right. It feels good outside. The heat, the warmth. I'm trying to play some golf, and we got ourselves an electric weekend in front of us, baby. Let's go. Uh, but we do have some... Big-time sporting events, including tonight's final play-in game as far as the Eastern Conference standings are concerned. Win or go home? Who will be the Pacers or the Wizards? To tell us his thoughts on the game, we have the one and only Tim O'Keefe joining us right now on the Dr. Glatt Regroy Airline. Dr. Paul Glatt is Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. Check him out online, drglatt.com. Be sure to follow him at TKO underscore picks and read him at phillyhofshire.com. Good afternoon, Timmy, how you doing today, man? Sean, pretty good, my man. How's it going? Oh, another day in paradise, as, as you heard. Um, yes, sir. Well, look, here's what I know. Uh, I know you got a couple MLB car uh, plays for today, including the Phillies and the Marlins, which is a big time game. Believe it or not, we knew the Marlins were going to make things interesting for the Phillies. They always do. Uh, rubber match happening at seven oh five. Vinny Velasquez on the mound for the Phillies, and Alcantara uh, Alcantara on the mound for the Marlins. Minus one fifteen. Phillies are favored at home, and they better be, and they better win that game. But uh, to the NBA, I want to start with you. And tonight's game, the Wizards and the Pacers. Let's just open. Open end it for you right off the jump. When you saw that these two teams were facing off two nights ago, whenever that game uh, went final, that last game of the night went final, Boston and Washington, and that number opened up three and a half in favor of the Wiz. Surprised at all, or was this expectation? Was this what you expected the number to be at? I, I expected the Wizards to be favored. Just I know they lost an ugly loss against the Celtics, but Russ is, they, they've been a really great team. Russ has obviously been incredible over this last stretch of the season, and they're going to have home court, so I did expect the Wizards to be favored. You might, I think it's about, honestly, a good line, because if you had asked me before the playing tournament started, hey, these two teams are matching up, I probably would have guessed that you know it might have been closer to five or six in the Wizards' favor. But since the Wizards really did not look good against Boston and Indiana, beat up on Charlotte. Now, question marks on how good Charlotte really is, but they absolutely dominated them in that game. I think this line's about right. I think that's where we should have ended up, was at three to four range, and right now sitting in that middle spot, three and a half. Crazy game uh, between these two teams. It's, you know, anything can happen. Numbers at 237 and a half. Take a look at some of these numbers as far as the point totals that these teams throw up. 144, of course, Pacers just threw up two nights ago. Uh, we know the Wizards are capable of scoring 140 as well. Immediately, I am looking at this and saying over, but I'm curious, Tim. Um, it's a playoff game. This is win or go home. Will we see better defense tonight? Like, don't we have to see better defense tonight? So, Sean, I'm going to answer your question kind of two ways here. The one answer is, yes, I think we see better defense than what these teams have done against each other in the past. But I'm about to share three numbers with you. With you. Those numbers are 265, 295, and 256. 
those are the three totals of the games when these teams met up this season. With the 265 in the most recent one, that was just 12 days ago. When these teams were fighting for play-in tournament position, Wizards obviously came out on top in the end getting that eight seed and only having to win one game. But these teams have scored ridiculously high numbers playing each other. You're right. It is a playoff atmosphere. I'm expecting it to be lower scoring than those. But there's still a big buffer there, right? So you're talking 237.5 for this line. I can't imagine them dropping down that low, even with playoff defense coming into play. And I really, I'm really buying in that this is still going to be an over game. So I think we're having a great mind to think alike. And I, I can't go against that 237 number picking an under when these teams have just shown over the course of the year when they've matched up three times. They've gone way over that, and it's not even close. TKO underscore picks, Tim O'Keefe. Did I just steal your play? Is that your play on this game tonight? That is 100% my play, sir. Yes, again, great minds think alike. You you saw the same thing I saw, and that really was the prior matchups for me. It's It, it seems like I can't take the under. I can't think they're going to drop 30 points from where the, what happened when they just played 12 days ago. All right, what about player props? Anything catching your attention as far as that is concerned? One thing that I was talking about a little earlier, and especially on yesterday's show, is just how electric Russ has been throughout the course of these three games this season versus, versus the Pacers. He's averaged 27.3, 18 boards, and 20 assists in those three games. I mean, taking a quick peek at his numbers here for tonight's game as far as player props are concerned, uh, tonight 25.5, rebounds at 14.5, assists at 13.5, over under 53.5 on the total th- on all three combined. I mean, I don't mean to be a casual here, Tim, but I like the over on all of them. Yeah, I mean, look, the second half of this year, if you bet against Russ, you've lost a lot of money. So I'm with you. I know he didn't have a great game against Boston the other night, but he, I, I'm not going against him here. Obviously, those numbers are big numbers, but he's a star, and he's a stat sheet stuffer, and that's what he does. The other player prop that I'm kind of eyeing up with a much less exciting name, but I look at the points total. I got Doug McDermott at 17-and-a-half, and I know he came out on fire to start that game one against Charlotte in the playing tournament. 17-and-a-half is a big number for a guy like Doug McDermott, who he has found his – like, this is his best season in his career so far, and he has been very good. I feel like even in a game that I expect to be very high scoring, that's a pretty high number. And right now you're getting even money at plus 100 on DraftKings for under 17-and-a-half. So I know player prop unders aren't usually the, the best – Not that's the wrong word at the best, but not the uh, most attractive thing that people mm-hmm. like to root for. I think that's the one I'm eyeing up there where I'm getting some pretty good value on Doug McDermott under 17-and-a-half if I'm going with a player prop. All right, TKO underscore picks. Be sure to read them at philliamateur.com. A lot going on in the world of NBA. Let's keep it moving and discuss a few series that has your attention right now. And uh, first up, let's go ahead and take a peek at this Portland series because this is one that Tim wants to get into. And the numbers are even both sides. Minus 110 in DraftKings Sportsbook. Denver being the home team. Portland obviously has having to travel for at Denver here. Your thoughts on this series is what, though, Tim? Yeah, Sean, so we're looking at this matchup, and we got the three versus six, yet the price here is dead even, right? I'm on DraftKings right now. Both teams minus 110 to win the series. Denver, they lost Jamal Murray. That's the old news now. Everyone knows that. But in this type of a series, that's really going to hurt because you got great guard play out of Portland. That's their strength. Everyone knows Dame Lillard's an absolute stud, and C.J. McCollum's his number two Robin right on the side. And those guys can play. I think I'm buying it. I think Portland's going to end up winning this series. I know Jokic is the MVP this year. He's been great. When it comes playoff time, a lot of it comes down with guard play and outside, and I think Portland's going to be able to come out of this series and get the win. And that line where – Portland's the road team, and they're the sixth seed. 
and they're even money, that's really telling me something. I'm buying in that the Blazers are going to be able to pull this off. And they're getting hot at the right time towards the end of the season. They've, won, they've gone 7-2 and two so far in May, obviously avoiding the play-in tournament, getting in that spot over the Lakers. And I'm buying in that Portland is the team that could do that. And just a little fun one outside of this series with it, where I was looking earlier today, when you look at odds for teams to come out of the West, Denver, even though this series is dead, a dead heat, that's what the odds are saying, Denver was still 12-1 to 1 to come out of the West, and Portland was at 25-1. to 1. Now, if you truly believe this is a dead heat series, which that's what the odds are telling us, and personally, I like Portland, like I just said, do I think Portland's going to come out of the West? Probably not, but it's the Wild West right now where I can see a bunch of teams coming out. And if you throw a little couple bucks on 25-1 to 1 Portland, if Dane Lillard gets hot at the right time, I think that's not a bad bet. Again, do you expect a 25-1 to 1 bet to hit? No. But is it a good value play? That's what I see it as with 25 to 1 out of Portland. All right. Great breakdowns across the board. Tim O'Keefe joins us every Thursday at 4.30 here on The Daily Ticket, making us a better better, of course, for the weekend. Looking at somebody's NBA series. And um, let's go ahead and take a peek at another one that you want to check out. Now, this one is over on the east side of things, and I'm really intrigued on this one. Bucks minus 305, Miami Heat plus 240. The trendy pick, the popular pick, everybody's talking about the Heat. I am not believing in the Heat. I think the Bucks are being slept on, but the odds makers, of course, agree with me. They're not being slept on there at minus 305. Tim, never mind what I think. What's your thoughts on the series, though? Yeah, Sean, and again, today the stars are aligning, my friend, because it is. <laughs> we, are, we are thinking the exact same thing. I know Miami and Jimmy Butler, they had that momentum last year, and they caught a little lightning in a bottle and they got to the finals, and it was a great season. And this is not to say that I think they're a quote-unquote like fake team, one and done. Like That's not fair to them, because I do think they're a very good team. And that, when they, maybe next year when they get Oladipo back healthy, this could change. But a lot of them, what they had last year was like Tyler Hero was just playing out of his mind in the playoffs, especially when they were beating the Bucks, and that was one of the big series that got them to the finals last year. I'm not buying it. The best player in this series, no disrespect to Jimmy Butler, the best player is Giannis by a good amount. Giannis is a two-time MVP, and he's, a, he's the champ. Butler's probably the second-best player, in my opinion. And then after that, I have three and four both also being on Milwaukee with Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton as the next best players, especially in the playoffs where guard play really comes down to it. It's a huge part of it. No disrespect to Bam Adebayo. He's a great player too, but I have him after those two. And I'm looking at, I looked at on drafting. So you go to series line and then there's a game spread column. And I think like similar to the way I think you just said it, I think Milwaukee's going to walk away with this relatively easily. So if I look at the Bucks right now, at minus two and a half games. And now what that would mean is they have to win the series either 4-0 or 4-1, and then this would pay out. If you look at minus two and a half games, that's paying at plus 155 right now. And I think the Bucks are going to dominate this series. I really do. I Miami's a trendy pick. And could I be wrong? Sure. Look, obviously anything could happen. They could catch lightning in a bottle again. But I'm not ready to buy into that. I really am buying that the Bucks win this series pretty easily. And I'm ready to give them two and a half games and pay out at plus 155. Agreed. And, you know, look, that's the way we got to look at some of these series. You know, like you can't take the Brooklyn Nets at minus 1350. But what you can do is take them to uh, ultimately sweep or win in five. And I think that that's yep. what, how it's going to play out. And, you know, look, I like the Bucks a lot. I definitely like what you're saying, and and it's a little bit of a roll of the dice here. But that's why that's why we call it gambling. So uh, yeah. I, I I would roll with what you just said as far as the series price is concerned. 
And uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook, they have it all for you. Game spread, game series parlay, total games played, series correct score. Yep, that pays out really nice if you're able to get that right as well. Yep. Um, so do yourself a favor. Check out what they have to offer over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Talking to Tim O'Keefe. Joins us every Thursday here at 4.30. All right, Timmy, let's keep it moving and let's switch gears and come on over to Major League Baseball. And as normally when we talk on a Thursday, we got a lot of day games happening right now. Uh, um, including the game that I was watching a little earlier, it was a pretty good game. The Toronto or uh, Tampa Bay Rays and Baltimore Orioles were going at it. Uh, a lot of home runs yep. happened in the second inning. But let's go ahead and talk about the fight in Phils tonight. Seven uh, ten first pitch here. Vinny Velasquez on the mound minus one fifteen total coming in at eight. Rubber match. Phils got to find a way to win this game. Will they? Uh, so. Sean, when I think of this, I'm about to say a sentence that I don't know if John Jansen's listening, but I think this is the most magical sentence you could ever hear, where Vinny Velasquez has been on a hot streak. He's been a very good pitcher over these last few weeks. He has, in his last three starts, he's gone five-plus innings and only allowed one run each time out there. And he's matching up now with a Miami team that's in a little bit of a cold spell at the plate by where they've only, they haven't scored more than three runs in their last four games. Not a huge sample size, but, you know, it's a little bit of a trend where this team has not been exploding up for much offense as of late in this past week. On the other side, I look at it, and they got Sandy Alcantara, who's really, he's had a very good season. The ERA is deceptive here. He's right now ERA over four. But last week against the Dodgers, he allowed eight runs and one and a third, so he did have a blow-up start. But you take out that start, and his ERA is 2.72. So that does end up changing your opinion a little bit when he has removed that one and a third innings. I think he's I think he's going to bounce back. I think he's more the pitcher that we saw in the first eight starts or so, or seven starts than the last one. So I'm expecting a little bit of a back, back, bounce back performance from him tonight. Uh, and then also when I look at the Phillies, the Phillies offense, if I remove that that great seven run eighth inning the other night, which I, I loved it, it was a great time. But if I exclude that, that's a team that also hasn't been scoring a ton, where they've only scored four runs. Needs there's only been a total of four runs scored in both games so far by these two teams combined, and this is coming into the rubber match. So where I'm going here is I'm liking the under tonight. I don't think the bats are going to wake up for both sides necessarily, and I really like the starters. So I actually went in. I'm looking at the first five innings under four and a half because I'm buying in that Velasquez can keep up the streak. He's been good, and he's running into a kind of pseudo-cold Miami offense that I'm not terrified of even when they're good. And the Phillies, besides that one breakout inning, have been this series struggling at the plate. So I'm buying into under four and a half in the first five innings. Okay. Um, well, they need to find a way to get this victory. With the Red Sox coming in this weekend, yep. it's a tough series. Um, so I'd like to see some numbers being tossed up. But for your sake, let's go ahead and, and hopefully that play hits. And then we see a bunch of runs in the uh, how about the eighth inning by the Phils. You know, they did that the other night. Maybe somebody will run on the field, you know. Drew Smith is actually from Liberty Line Radio. He's going down to the game. Maybe Drew Smith will run on Citizens Bank Park's field and, uh, you know, get a little rally going in late in the eighth inning, and that's how the Phils win. You see, Sean, now, now when I see the random guy running around in like the green man suit where his face is hidden, I'll just know in my heart that it's true. I will know. I'm not even going to question it. And, yeah, you're right. We need to get this win. Obviously, Boston's been a surprise team so far this season where they've been pretty solid where I thought they were going to have a down year, and it's still a long year. I think they could still come back to reality. But, yeah, they're a better team than Miami right now, so it's big for the Phillies to get this win before going into that series with Boston. 100% agree with you. All right, final game on the docket tonight for Tim O'Keefe. 
He wants to talk about the Braves were staying in the division against my team, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes, I took the over on the season total at 59 and a half. Hey, look, I'm not, I'm not upset with the way the Pirates started a season. That's for sure. Um, so tonight. Big time number. Wonder which way you're going here. Smiley on the mound for the Braves. Crow on the mound for the Pittsburgh Pirates. 721st pitch. 200. Minus 200 on the money line for the Braves here. Nine's your total. Your thoughts on this game, Tim, is what? Yeah, Sean. So I'll open up with that money line that you just mentioned. It's not my official play, but I do expect the Braves to uh, dominate tonight. I think they've had a tough series against the Mets. But the Mets pitching this year, as much as I hate to say it, has been elite. They've been had incredible starting pitching and good bullpen play. And this Braves lineup is still one of the best lineups in the league, in my opinion. And they were a little stifled against the Mets pitching because they've been hot. Now they get to come in and they get to face Pittsburgh. And I think it's kind of like, you know, we just had this big, tough battle uh, against our division rival. And now, and again, your Pirates have been playing well. I no, no, <laughs> no uh, discredit to them. But they're not the Mets pitching so far. I think this Braves lineup's kind of due for a little bit of an explosion. So I do like the Braves if you're going to play the money line or lay the one and a half. That's not my favorite play, but I do like that side if you're playing that in this game. Where I'm going to go is a little bit more specific where I just mentioned I think that Braves offense is due to explode against a guy like Will Crow, who is an okay pitcher, but he's not anything that they've just been facing. And the Braves over right now is four and a half runs just for that team specifically. And this team is just due to explode, in my opinion. I think they're going to find it this series against the Pirates and in this first game especially, coming off a couple tough fight, fights against the Mets. So over four and a half runs specifically for the Braves is my favorite play in this matchup. Ooh. And I think you could, you might be able to get that in the first couple innings if they just get to Will Crow early. I like it. I like it a lot, especially coming off of that victory last night. Ronald Acuna with the walk-off. Nice yep. job there. So, hey, I like what you sold us on all these picks. To be honest with you, Tim, every time you join me every Thursday, I always look at every one of your plays, and it definitely one of my favorite parts is to go back at the end of the night or early early morning and recap and then see you go 4-1-1 one, and one as you did last week. I think the week before that you, you had a perfect night. Uh, so you lead us in the right direction every single Thursday when you join us on a daily ticket. Hopefully that stays the same tonight, man. But always a pleasure yeah. connecting with you. Good luck on all your plays, sir. I look forward to, uh, to talking some Sixers next week, man. Big time series coming up. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Who do you want to win? Who do you, th- who do you think's the better matchup for the Sixers? I think the better matchup for the Sixers is I'm, I would rather have Indiana win tonight because just I, I feel comfortable against either team. To be clear, the only thing I'll say is like Indiana, excuse me, Washington has two guys in Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal that can take over games at times. We know Russ has been incredible this second half of the year and is dominant. And Beal is another top scorer in the league. And if he gets hot from outside, he can cause some problems. I still feel comfortable against either one, but if you're asking me which one do I think we just kind of cruise through a little easier, I think it's Indiana. I think we can contain them a little better. So I'll be again. I'm rooting for the over number one tonight. That's one of my plays. <laughs> but if you, I'd rather see Indiana come out and uh, no, let's see. I'll, I'll I will gladly watch some Sabonis instead of having to worry a little bit more about Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Excellent. Tim, best of luck on all your plays tonight. Look forward to watching some NBA action with a second screen on the fills and hopefully cashing in in a big way, as always. Tim O'Keefe, always a pleasure, man. Have a great weekend. Sean, likewise, sir, and I'll talk to you soon. There he is, Timmy O'Keefe. Joins us every Thursday at 4.30. Fantastic job, as usual. Be sure to follow him at TKO underscore picks. Ring the bell. All right.